and welcome to Ag PhD Radio, broadcasting from the Morton studio today. I'm Darren Hefty along with my brother Brian. We're going to talk about some of the newer crop protection programs out there on the market today and take your calls and agronomic questions too at 844-44-AG-PHD. You can always email us your questions as well, radio at agphd.com. But this year, Frankly, there are a lot of questions when it comes to crop protection. I know I've talked to so many farmers, Brian, that have already said, I'm using different products than I did last year, but my agronomist assures me we'll still be able to kill all the weeds. Are are you hearing the same thing? A lot of product switching out there? That was exactly where I was going to start today. I know we're supposed to be talking about brand new products, but... No, we said newer, newer, newer. doesn't have to be brand new, just newer. Because you may not have used it yet, even though it came out in the last year or so. Yeah, but how about the things that came out 20 or 30 years ago that now you have to switch back to? So, for example, if you can't get Outlook and you've been using Outlook the last years, well, now what do you you go to? Do you go to Dual? Do you go to Harness or Surpass or something else? So that's kind of my point is it's not just that we have to look at these new products. It's if you can't get or don't want to pay for what you have been using in the past, what are you going to switch to now? There are a lot of great options out there. Yes, absolutely. Every farmer in the United States and Canada is going to be able to get enough product to kill all the weeds, all the bugs, all the diseases that you want to. Now, don't get me wrong. If there's no solution to something, uh, I can think of a couple of bugs in particular. We have no solution for it. I mean, there's nothing brand new for maybe wheat stem sawfly, for example. But I, I'm just saying we've got lots of great options. I'm excited about it. Tomorrow, for example, we're going to be doing an Ag PhD wheat workshop. So if you're interested in that, you could either follow online or you could come and join us in person right at the Ag PhD field day site in the Morton Center. Uh, that The couple of days after that, we're going to be doing an Ag PhD soils clinic. But tomorrow we're talking wheat. And just starting things off, Darren, I think about some of the newer wheat products that are out, whether it's from Corteva or Bayer, but there are several companies that have come with new wheat products. I'm excited to talk through tomorrow, and I know we'll get to a couple of those today. Yeah, there are a lot of different things coming out. And, you know, here's the other thing, Brandon. Whenever we say, oh, let's talk about new crop protection products, Right away, I, I can tell it that, that part of the audience is going to say, okay, wait a second. How many of these are just combinations of things that we've already got and how many are actually right. truly new? Because over the last okay. couple of decades, there just haven't been that many truly new active ingredients that have come out, but there have been a million combinations or a generic manufacturer making another version of something. So lots of that Let kind me- of stuff really uh, muddies the water. Let me give you an example or two examples, and we're going to get into more details in this tomorrow during our wheat workshop, but this is top of mind for me because I'm getting ready for this thing tomorrow. But anyway, I think about Husky FX from Bayer. Okay, all that is is a combination of the old Starain together with Husky, and Husky is just an HVPD and Bucktrail. So there's nothing new there. All those products have been out for a long, long time, like 20 years. But now it's a new combination, and Husky FX, I'm excited about it because they get a price pretty reasonable. On the other hand, you've got Corteva that's got Wide R Match. It just came out a year ago. Well, it's old Wide Match. I get that. That's just Starring and Stinger. But they have a new component in there. It's 
not a new mode of action. It's a group four, somewhat similar to 2,4-D. It's basically a 2,4-D replacement product called Elevore. That's in this wide R match together with old wide match. So you've got something new together with something old, and it makes a fantastic combination. Yeah, and, and it gets exciting when you think about, gosh, I've been using old 2,4-D in the past, and now there are actually alternatives to that because 2,4-D is hard on the crop. That's why any crop, like I look at corn, and I think about when we were kids, there were still guys putting 2,4-D out on corn, and, oh, you got to do it early, and you got to do it l- low kids, and low rates. When I was a young agronomist, when I was a young agronomist 30 years ago, that was the standard thing. It was I, I don't know that I ever had anybody buy 2,4-D. And, and a quarter and, pint of 2,4-D. You may not have. I'm, so I'm two and a half years older than Darren, three years older in school. So I was in agronomist three years before Darren was. And Darren, in those three years, I sold so much 2,4-D and dicamba to guys. It was oh, goodness. Everybody wanted 2,4-D for corn. And I'm like, really? We're still doing a quarter pint of 2,4-D? Yep. I got to have my quarter pint of 2,4-D. Wow. Yeah, I, I don't think I got in on any of that at all. In fact, uh, there were some brand new things at that time. A lot of the SU chemistry was coming out in the early 1990s and, and ALS chemistry. So lots of different things there. And now you're seeing some of those products getting used in, in some of these combinations like we were talking about here earlier. Okay, uh, thinking about other things that are new, these this post-emerge soybean market, we're seeing a lot of those uh, group 15s getting tagged in with a PPO, whether it be Cadet or Resource or uh, Flexstar. Is that a combination worth using for, for some of the guys that are really worried about weed control this year that, man, I'm not going to have Liberty, I'm not going to have Roundup, or it's so expensive I don't want to use a high rate? Are those things viable options? Well, they're options. But here's what I always tell people. Start with a good pre and then scout and see what you need after that. But the challenge with, like, a couple of the things you mentioned, so let's, let's just take a warrant or a, uh, let's say it's Anthem Max. You don't have, with the group 15s that would be in there, they have no burndown activity. So in Anthem Max, yeah, you've got Cadet that gives you some burndown. That's nice. But it's not fantastic on everything, especially if it gets big. But nevertheless, if you want, you can do some scouting. Otherwise, I'd absolutely start with the pre, and if you go, man, I got a weedy disaster, there's no possible way this pre is going to get 100% of everything, then just come early post with, yeah, some, some kind of combination like you're talking about to follow up, keep it clean, give you more residual, and then hopefully you can escape having to spray the $25 worth of Liberty by using $8 worth of Anthem Max as an example. Yeah, lots of different ways the programs are going to change up this year. And in many of them, it's going to be positive changes, trying new things out that may work even better or are quite a bit cheaper than the things that you've been using. That's why we're talking about newer crop protection products on today's Ag PhD radio show. Stay tuned. It came in waves, ruthlessly eliminating the toughest, hard-to-kill grassy weeds in wheat. Everest 3.0 Herbicide, a new formulation, delivers superior flush-after-flush control of wild oats and green foxtail. And Everest 3.0 is registered for use on yellow foxtail, barnyard grass, Japanese brome, and key broadleaf weeds that can invade your wheat and rob your yields. Ask your retailer about Everest 3.0. Always read and follow label directions. 
Did you know soybean diseases like white mold and sudden death syndrome can survive in your soil even after rotating crops? Prevention of these diseases is a constant battle and yield loss from an infection can be devastating. The right management plan makes all the difference. Keep your beans safe with Heads Up Seed Treatment. Heads Up guards your seed from both white mold and SDS. Stay protected and profitable by asking your seed dealer for Heads Up. Learn more at HeadsUpST.com. As a little girl, I always wanted to run the combine because it meant I was helping dad. And dad always said, farmers are helpers. I'm teaching that to my daughters, that farmers help our family, our neighbors, and our community. It's what I do at work. I help farmers get the equipment they need. My name is Kim. I'm a farmer, and I work for Case IH. Case IH, built by farmers. Do you have crop failures due to flooding, drought, or another event? You may need to consider a better burndown regimen. Adding just two ounces of New Farm Panther SC to your tank mix not only provides faster results, it provides residual that lasts. You gain flexibility to keep your cropping options open. Ask your dealer for Panther SC and get Panther Power in your tank. Welcome back. You're listening to Ag PhD Radio, talking today about newer crop protection programs. I keep saying newer. They might not be brand new, but they might be new to you. And we were talking about earlier just how there are a lot of things in tight supply this year and a lot of suppliers that are nervous that, man, I may not get you what you used last year, but here's a really good alternative you should take a look at. Or, hey, what you used last year went way up in price, and there's something else that you could use that might save you some money this year. So we're going to talk about some of those products today. Of course, we'll have our phone lines open throughout the whole show, 844-44-AG-PHD, if you want to ask any questions uh, or talk about the, the programs that your agronomists are laying out for you. We would love to, to hear about that. And you can always send us an email, radio at agphd.com. All right, let's start off with Lynn Holm with FMC. Lynn, you drew the short straw here getting to talk to us today with all the things FMC's going on. So hopefully we can get you done here within an hour. I, I was thinking the same thing, Darren, as I was thinking about as you were introducing with not necessarily newest products, but newer uh, recommendations because of supply shortages. And, and there's just a whole, yeah, so lots of things we can cover. So I want to start with Zyway because, of course, that is our newest and most exciting uh, addition to the fungicide market. And that's our in-furrow corn season-long uh, disease protection and you know, we had that launched this past year, 2021, over a million acres out, and people are really excited about the way it performed. Uh, just the yields, um, whether it was uh, corn taken for grain or whether it was corn that was taken for silage, uh, the tonnage there was just uh, very impressive. Stock strength, uh, root health, that, that product is just amazing. You know, we've so been using Zyway now the last couple of years, as you know, and it has been good. It was a nice gain for us on the farm last year. The one thing that we learned, so we had a very dry year. 
And we just saw a lot of the things you mentioned there. We saw a healthy plant. Uh, we saw a strong plant all the way through, and it just had more plant health. You could see it. Uh, I know some of the, the stuff that we had put Zyway on got chopped for silage, and uh, I know the dairy commented on, man, what did you do different to this corn? Because it was really good stuff. So we like that. What about the areas that had heavy disease pressure this year, Lynn? What did you see with some of the diseases? Because I think of all the questions we've gotten from farmers on Zyway, it's been, man, can it really be? FMC's claiming that they're getting disease tolerance late into the season. That's that's fantastic. What did you see on the tough ones like northern corn leaf blight and, and gray leaf spot and so forth? You know, on those tough ones, we did see that season-long disease control. Uh, the area where we're recommending, you know, a little boost on, on some of those would be the late season, such as that tar spot or southern rust. In those cases, when they come in really late, then we're going to need to look at being able to come over with an additional application. But otherwise, uh, it, it's amazing how that product is is translocating through the plant and just providing it that season-long disease control. Like you say, whether it was in dry conditions or where we were, you know, had had more moisture in the season. So just a, a, a great workhorse for us, and and guys like it too because boy, they can put it on at plant and be done for the season. Um, yeah, we that's that's a really nice change. option. Yeah, we got one change with the way we're recommending for application. We're asking for it to be put off the seed. So just any, you know, there's a lot of different ways to do that, and we have an equipment program in place to help growers uh, be able to put that off off the side of the seed. So just whether it's underneath or side to the side of the seed, uh, two by two or dribbled over the back, just just something so it's not directly on the seed going forward and into the 2022 season. We really like the the Thrive 3D system and being able to put Zyway on that way has been really nice, putting that ribbon of foam right through the furrow. It's been great. I know the crop safety has been great with the Thrive 3D system. What about for the guys that also want to put on insecticide? Is the LFR method the best way to go with a, a liquid version that you could also mix with Capture LFR? You know, at this point in time, uh, that would be the best route to go would be the LFR if they're looking to put on uh, the insecticide with it because those products are formulated to go into the liquid fertilizer fertilizer system and uh, they're also formulated to be able to mix together. And so that's a great way to get uh, on those corn and corn acres where now, we did see, you know, high levels of rootworm pressure this past year, and I'm anticipating we'll see that again this year. Um, going that LFR formulation of the Zyway and of um, the Capture or the Ethos is a great way to, to get both your disease control and uh, get your below-ground pests, including your rootworms. All right, uh, let's let's switch gears. Talk about some other products that you've got. I know you've got a few on your list. I always get questions about, man, there's more authority formulations out there. Uh, are any of the new ones things we should switch to because we've really liked the previous versions that we've had? So what's new with authority and, and what other new products did you want to talk about today? Right, so we've got the two newest uh, premixes of the Authority products, and that would be the Edge and the Supreme. And, you know, you talked a little bit earlier about product shortages and things like that, and we've seen a lot of guys uh, get very interested in the Edge and the Supreme because those are our premixes of the, um, you know, group, group 14s and group 15s, and 
it's it's just the best two group 14 and 15 premixes on the marketplace and so the edge is is got a little bit more of the sulfentrazone uh, ratio to the zidua rate ratio and then the supreme is is equal amounts and so as you get further east and you're in those heavier soils the supreme with the water hemp is just going to give you about that 10 to 14 days more residual and so that buys you more time to you know maybe you don't have to put that third pass out or you've got more time before you have to put it out if the weather is not uh, cooperating with you as we go further west and we see more of the kosha which seemed to be um, difficult to control this past year that's where i like to see the edge go out just because it's got a little bit more of that authority and it's going to give you a little bit more control on that kosha as you go further west but yeah guys are definitely uh, moving towards those two products because of that longer residual in that premix um, you know we talked about other products too you know something that um, guys are looking at too is our aim and panel flex and that would be in the burn down markets where we're looking to kind of get some extra broadleaf kick and maybe not use all of our our glyphosate products on the front side um, those two products are a great fit for for burn down products um, for broadleaves um, you know and the other thing I was thinking of too with um, we've got uh, steward when we went back talked about uh, adult rootworm beetles steward is one of our products that's gaining in popularity because of uh, the way it provides the residual for the adult rootworm beetles so we see up to about oh 21 ish days residual and uh, growers really like that because that that product is a safe product to use doesn't cause the mite flare-ups and really gives you that residual uh, on those adult rootworm beetles well, you mentioned a few things and, there. One uh, being the burn down market, and obviously, if you're if you're pricing Roundup, you're gonna if you didn't know that Roundup went up in price, you're gonna be in for a big surprise. And also, your dealer may say, "Well, I can only get you this many gallons." So, I love what you mentioned in there, right. Lynn, with with Panaflex and Aim that you've got some options to heat up those burn downs. And then, Steward, certainly, we got so many calls on corn rootworm beetles last year. We got so many beetles out there. Where we we're expecting if you know, who knows what's going to happen with weather, but there's a pretty good chance there could be a heavy crop of corn rootworms this year. And, and we already talked about uh, capture LFR and some other things you could do to stop the, the rootworms. But if the beetles come back, last year was a great example. They just came over such a wide uh, amount of days and weeks that growers were looking for more residual control. So Steward is definitely a product to take a look at there. And you know what? We've got even more. I was just looking at some of the things we're going to be talking about at our upcoming Ag PhD workshops here starting tomorrow. Uh, there's a lot of new products out there. FMC certainly got their share of them. Been talking with Lynn Holm here with FMC. Lynn, thank you so much. Really appreciate having you on today. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more Ag PhD Radio. Heat, drought, wind, hail, northern corn leaf blight, gray leaf spot. If your corn is under stress, you are too. Get Veltima fungicide, swift activity, with fast payback, an expanded application window. Makes life simple, and it's the secure choice. 
with powerful residual for visibly healthier corn. Swift, simple, secure. Veltima fungicide. Call your BASF rep today. Always read and follow label directions. Veltima fungicide is not registered in all states. This message is for all the corn and soybean growers out there who aren't made of money. If you're using a fungicide other than Zolera FX from UPL, you should know that no corn and soybean fungicide gives you a better return on investment, period. Zolera FX has two high-performance actives delivered at full rates for maximum performance and ROI in corn and soybeans. To see the data, go to ZoleraFX.com and always read and follow label directions. This is a wake-up call for you and your field's microbiome from Source by Sound Agriculture. Source is a revolutionary foliar-applied biochemistry that doesn't rely on bulky nutrients or finicky biologicals to wake up your soil and unlock more nutrients per acre, all with a low use rate. It's like caffeine for microbes. Source works with the soil you've already got and the equipment you already use. So if you're a grower, go to sound.ag and learn more. And if you're a microbe, time to rise and shine. How do you make 300 bushel corn on your farm? I'm Darren Hefty. On Tuesday, February 1st, we're going to answer that question at a free Ag PhD corn agronomy workshop at the Morton Center near Baltic, South Dakota. We'll talk about water management, fertility needs, finding success in cold soils, and discuss how to protect your corn crop from weeds, insects, and diseases that rob your yield potential. If you want a roadmap to 300 bushel corn and beyond, don't miss the free Ag PhD corn agronomy workshop. Register now at agphd.com. Go long for season-long foliar disease protection that starts at plant. Only Zyway brand fungicides from FMC provide season-long inside-out foliar disease protection. A single at-plant application provides comparable performance in corn yield protection to that of VT to R1 foliar fungicides against diseases like gray leaf spot, northern corn leaf blight, and more. Visit your FMC retailer or zyway.ag.fmc.com to learn more. Always read and follow all label directions. What do you think of when you hear Palmer Amaranth or Water Hemp? If you use fierce herbicide in your soybean fields, you don't have to think about them at all. With two effective modes of action and up to eight weeks of residual control, Fierce takes on even the toughest weeds like water hemp and Palmer Amaranth. Take control of your soybean fields and get incentives from Bayer Plus Rewards when you choose the power of Fierce Herbicide. Talk to your local retailer today to put Fierce to work in your fields. Always read and follow label directions. Back, you're listening to Ag PhD Radio, talking about new or newer crop protection products on today's program, but also taking your calls and agronomic questions at 844-44-AG-PHD. Got our friend Brad Powell with us right now with Bayer to talk about some of the new things they've got. Brad, thanks for joining us. Hi, Darren. Thanks for the opportunity. You know, Brian, right off the bat, was was talking about, uh, to open the show up, some of these combinations that are really going to improve control. I know you've got one with Husky FX. We've always liked Husky. Uh, talk to us a little bit about what's different about Husky FX and, and why you're making the change. Yeah, absolutely. So with Husky FX, I guess one of the key things we were trying to do is get ahead of the resistance train that's showing up with Kosha and uh so by adding that third mode of action into the Husky FX, which is the Starain piece, uh, we brought in a third mode of action that's effective against Koshik. And that's probably our biggest 
weed that we worry about from a resistance standpoint in that uh, wheat market or the cereals market. You know, we're going to be talking about wheat at our wheat workshop tomorrow, and I know just doing a little bit of homework leading up to that. It doesn't look like you've taken a big price increase for that either, so there's a lot of encouragement for farmers to make that switch, get that extra mode of action. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've got it, I think, positioned very well. The, the price difference between the Husky and the Husky FX is not is not a huge jump um, and certainly want to continue to support that husky market for those growers where that fits, but where we're dealing with kosher problems and and potentially resistant kosher for sure, uh, we want to focus on the the value that the new husky complete can bring in those in those markets. You know, talking about adding modes of action and and staying on on cereals here, talk to us a little about Persaro yep. Pro because that's one that I know when when that came out. And my brother was excited, and he's like, Darren, look at the yep. price point. This is a pretty attractive yeah. option here. You know, <clears throat> that's exactly right. That's that's one thing that with Prosaro Pro that is exciting is we are bringing in that new additional mode of action with the SDHI that we've added to to the Prosaro mix. Um, so the neat thing about Prosaro Pro is not only are we adding that SDHI or the flupyram, but we're also – increasing the rate of the prothioconazole or the proline portion and backing off a little bit on the tebuconazole piece. So with that addition of the of the flupyram plus the, the higher rate of prothioconazole in there, it's really a value-packed uh, fungicide program for, for wheat. It's going to give you some really effective head scab control. And we like the, the fact that it brings some additional plant health benefits to to the, the table as well. Well, we get questions on several things when we start talking about these head scab timings and, and spraying it heading. What about on rust? Yep. What do you think there? I know tebuconazole alone has been pretty decent on rust, but you got two other yep. ingredients there that, that have also got some good activity. Yeah, exactly. And I, I guess the thing that we like about the Prosero Pro especially is the fact that we've got with the tebuconazole, so we've still got the tebuconazole to get in there and give us that quick knockdown. Then we've got the prothioconazole piece, which gives us the extended residual that tebuconazole can't provide. And we've got activity on rust with the SDHI molecule that we're bringing in with the flupyram piece as well. So when you put that combination together, I, I think from a rust, rust control standpoint, I think you're going to be hard-pressed to find anything that's more effective than Prosaro Pro in the marketplace. You've been in this market for a long time, Brad, and the SDHIs are relatively new in the game. What have they added? Because yep. I know you've been really high on, on the products that have these SDHIs in there for the added benefits they've got. Yeah, I mean, primarily what we see from the SDHIs is, especially in the Prosaro Pro, I'll speak to that first, but we've got that enhanced uh, or we're, we're able to keep that plant green a little bit later into the growing season but the trick is to not keep it so green that it affects harvestability right um, and one of the things we like about our SDHI is we're getting some of that greening we're getting some of that additional disease control one of the one of the diseases you're going to see added to the label from a suppression on Prosero Pro is ergot and that's unique to the to the SDHI component that we're adding in in Prosaro Pro. So 
it's bringing additional disease control to the table as well as some plant health benefits or or some additional stay green benefits, if you will, in that in that plant. Okay, uh, let's stay on the fungicides, Brad. Talk to us about yep. Delaro Complete. What's what's different there? What did you see this year out in the fields? Sure. Yeah, so this probably wasn't the ideal year to launch a new fungicide in in the upper Midwest anyway, because of the the drier conditions, but uniquely even in this dry year that we went through in in the dakotas and in parts of minnesota and other areas it still performed extremely well and we saw some really good benefits on the uh, you know yield side from the addition of the flu pyram in the delaro complete again that sdhi in there is bringing some some plant health benefits along with some additional disease control Particularly in soybeans, it would be the addition of better control around white mold, which has been a problem for us, you know, over the last several years, maybe not quite so much in the Northern Plains last year because of the the drier weather, but still uh, is a major disease across that uh, soybean belt. So uh, we're really happy with what the SDHI brings or the Delaro Complete brings to that piece from that that side of the soybean spectrum anyway well if you listen to ag phd radio at all you know brian spends hours talking about white mold every year it's hit him in the pocketbook hard so you're right even on uh, on these dry years there were still some areas that got hit and of course guys that did catch some rain had more of that problem this year um hey speaking about problems brad i I don't want to let you off the hook here without digging into roundup just a little bit so Everybody's been talking about Roundup that, oh, man, supply is tight, price is up. What should growers expect for the spring? Should they be nervous about getting the amount of Roundup they need, or are things starting to clear up? Yeah, so that's a great question, Darren. I I think from my perspective, and and this is just just my perspective, but I, I think we are starting to get to a better spot with supply. We're a long ways from getting to where we want to be. We know we've got a lot of gallons to get delivered here before uh, before the spray season starts. We feel pretty good about our production capabilities and, and where we're at from a production standpoint, you know, barring any hiccups in the weather and so on, you know, the remainder of this as we head into spring. But the production side looks good. The biggest challenge is going to be logistics, and that's being able to get the Roundup from our production facilities to the places that we need it in the next, uh, you know, three, four months, that's probably going to be our biggest challenge. So I I think the supply will be there. We're probably going to have to exhibit a little bit more patience than we have in the last few years, as far as being able to just go in and pick up 100% of your product in one in one stop, Uh, probably is going to be a little bit harder to do that in 2022. Just because we are probably not going to be in a position to have it all there by end of March like we have in a lot of years. Sure, sure. Uh, I got about one minute left here, Brad. Any Anything sure. you want to comment on with rebate and program changes for this year that growers need to keep in mind as they head towards spring? Yeah, absolutely. So this will be our third year we're going into with uh, Bayer Plus. And I guess just real quickly, the addition of that sixth product option is a huge benefit to, to growers that, you know, are, are using a multiple bear products that, that has uh, opened up the door for them to look at 
bringing in another fungicide treatment or something along those lines and earning some additional values with Bayer or value with Bayer Plus. So that's probably the biggest change that we have for 2022. And uh, that program's rolling, rolling along quite well. After we got through the hiccups of 2020, uh, 2021 went, went, went much smoother. You bet. Yeah, there's a lot of things in 2022 people are nervous about, but you're right. That program's worked out a lot of the kinks. It's been a lot easier to deal with, and adding another product to the to the offering sure helps, too. Speaking with Brad Powell here with Bear. Brad, thank you so much. Really appreciate having you on. Absolutely. Thanks for the time. We're talking about new or newer crop protection products on today's Ag PhD radio show. Stay tuned. It's smart to make the right agronomic choices, and it's even smarter to get rewarded for them. With the Bayer Plus Rewards Program, you earn cash back on seed, herbicides, and other eligible products. And it keeps getting smarter, because now you can earn an additional 10% bonus when you send your redemption check to your retailer. To learn more, contact your retailer today. Protect your yields and get the most from your land with Bayer Plus Rewards. Visit MyBayerPlus.com and see program terms and conditions for full details. Weeds rob you of yield potential, so rob them of the chance to grow with powerful corn herbicide solutions from Corteva AgriScience. Weeds won't know what hit them, but you will. Because you can count on all the top corn herbicide products, including Resicor, SureStart 2, and Keystone NXT, to effectively control weeds, you can spend less time worrying about unwanted yield-robbing plants and power on. Learn more at poweroverweeds.com power. Keystone NXT is a restricted-use pesticide. Morton Buildings knows that great buildings need great people, and we want you to be the newest member of our team. Morton is expanding its construction crew, and we're seeking new and experienced candidates to fill our crew member positions. Morton provides great pay and training, so be a part of the next generation to build Morton. Don't let the opportunity to join the best construction crew in the business pass you by. Learn more on our careers page at mortonbuildings.com. Fill once, plant all day. The Thrive 3D application system from FMC is a revolutionary in-furrow crop protection platform that plants up to 480 acres between refills. The Thrive 3D application system mounts to most major planter brands and can be yours at no cost with the FMC Freedom Pass program. To learn more, call 815-362-7747 today. Always read and follow all label directions. Farming is probably the most natural thing for a person to do. It taught me how to take pride in my work, how to put something ahead of myself, whether it was getting up early to feed the livestock or working late to bring in the harvest. Farming taught me to give it my best, no matter the job. My name is Tanner. I'm a farmer. I work for Case IH. Case IH, built by farmers. Boost your productivity and profitability with Soil Warrior from Environmental Tillage Systems. Improve fertilizer efficiency and your yield potential in just one strip-till pass. Now that's ROI. Contact us today at SoilWarrior.com. Conditioning low-moisture beans to 13% can add semi-loads to your bottom line. And with our 13 for 13 year-end special, make 13% beans possible with 13% off an end-zone bin system. Use promo code 13 for 13 at farmshopmfg.com.
Welcome back. You're listening to Ag PhD Radio, talking about new or newer crop protection products on the market. Getting so many questions about, man, what am I going to do? I'm short of this, short of that, or my dealer says the price went way up on the thing that I've been using. So looking for another alternative. Hopefully we're giving you a few ideas today. If you have any agronomic questions, you can call us at 844-44-AG-PHD. Or if you don't want to be on the air, I know some people don't want to be on the air. You can just send us an email, radio at agphd.com. One person I know that's not scared to be on the air, though, is Trevor Dale with Valent. Trevor, thanks for joining us. Hey, thanks, Darren. Glad to be here. All right, I got a bunch of questions for you. I know there's a lot of things going Uh-oh. on with Valent, as always, but I don't want to forget this, so I want to bring it up right away. Fierce Easy. There's a lot of guys asking, okay, we've got a couple different formulations here. What about the rates, and, and uh, how do you compare those things? So if you don't mind talking about that to start things off. Hey, hey good question, Darren, and I've been getting a number of them on that. Yeah, so a lot of people are used to using the Fierce herbicide, the dry formulation of it. And, you know, the typical use rate on that was three ounces per acre. But now we've transitioned, we are transitioning to liquid formulation called Fierce Easy. And the standard use rate on that is six fluid ounces. And that equates to the three of the dry. Okay. So well, that's good pretty question. easy. So just two ounces of liquid for every one ounce of the dry. That's that's not hard to remember. Yep. Uh, okay. Let's talk about some of the new things that you've got coming out. Uh, I know uh, last year we had talked about Perpetuo a little bit. What did you see out of Perpetuo? Did Were you happy with how that performed? And are there any recommendations you'd make based on what you've seen in the field so far? Yeah, very happy with it. Uh, not only from the performance standpoint, but also the f- formulation is very use, easy to use and um, a relatively low use rate to add to your tank mix. So whether guys doing Roundup or Liberty or what have you, post-merge, I guess it's whatever they can get now. <laughs> well, um, that that's it, another discussion to have. But, you know, we're talking, yeah. of course, when we're saying perpetual here, we're talking about a combination of resource and zidua, which can be used on both corn and soybeans, correct? Yeah. Yep. Primary market would be soybeans. Um, you know, the, the post products do have some weaknesses. And, uh, you know, one of them I saw a lot of last year was Liberty um, kind of missing on some of the lambs quarters, at least in my territory. And, man, with the resource in there, just pretty much wiped them out. And you have very, very minimal crop speckling is all. So... Perpetual, you're getting the resource, and then you're also getting the residual in there for residual for the rest of the season. Hey, one other comment I'd make on that one, too. We've had, uh, over the last just few years here, Trevor, there's been a lot of guys that have said, I, I don't believe it, but the weed that I'm missing is velvet leaf. Uh, I'll tell you this. If you have resource, <laughs> if you have perpetual in the mix, you're going to smoke velvet leaf. You, you aren't even going to know the velvet leaf was there. That's a great point, and uh, I started to see some velvet leaf a couple of years ago and thought it was extinct, but it's not, and it is coming back, and you're seeing it more and more of it. So, Okay, so are, are guys raising sugar beets and even the guys down in the southeast raising peanuts, they've been talking about this Excalia fungicide that you've got. Talk to us about that. I know they, they talk about Rhizoc control. I'm not sure what else it does necessarily, but, but always looking for information. Yeah, it's primarily Rhizoctonia um, in peanuts. It's Ironically, they call it white mold, which is different than the white mold that most of us are uh, familiar with. But 
Um, yeah, it's caused by Rhizoctonia, and Excalia has really, really done well um, efficacy-wise in that market. And then with sugar beets, it's really, uh, they're affected by Rhizoctonia throughout the year until they go in the processing plant. So a lot of people don't realize that Rhizoctonia can cause a lot of problems even in the pile for sugar beets. So um, it's a major problem there. Excalia is a new um, product for that foliar application timing. Very low use rate and, and easy to work with. Excellent. I like the low it, use rate too. It's also labeled in yeah, it's also labeled in apples as well for another rhizoctonia called apple scab, which it's fantastic on in that case as well. Awesome. Well the fungicides are important. Last year we saw mites being a big challenge. So talk to us about Zeal Pro. What's different from Zeal and and why should growers take a look at this one? Yeah, so Zeal Pro is a new, unique, enhanced formulation of Zeal. And so one of the sort of issues, especially in an area like ours, that's not consistent mite pressure year in, year out, is a lot of times guys will wait until they start seeing some mites out there. And although Zeal is fantastic miticide, it needs to be on early. Um, it, it doesn't provide real great knockdown of adults and um, second, third instars of mites. So the Zeal Pro um, gets in the plant and starts acting much faster than the, the regular Zeal SC miticide. So gives you a little more time and a little bit longer residual as well. Outstanding. Okay, uh, back to the herbicides. You've got a new product called Maverick. Can you talk to us about what that is and, and where we're going to look at using that one? Yeah, so um, that's the Maverick has got the active ingredients found in Stinger, Callisto, and Zidua in it. Um, so excellent burn down and residual of broadleaf and grass weeds. Um, it is pending US EPA registration, so we don't have it yet. Um, huge, uh, I guess, benefit is its low use rate relative to the other products in that space. And so uh, you're talking 16 to 24 ounces probably in most cases and uh, great broad spectrum weed control. Yeah, there's there's multiple modes of action there. Lots of lots of good stuff to take a look at, and we're seeing so so much of that in the corn market now. Looking for multiple modes of action, trying to to hit things from a different way and fight all these resistance issues that we've got out there. Okay, speaking about resistance, yep. we've got issues with resistance in insects, and I understand you may have a solution or a new product that that could be part of the solution for that. Yeah. Exponent is a insecticide synergist, and um, not something that we typically used in the in the Midwest. And uh, it started to be used in potatoes to enhance uh, insecticides being used there for Colorado potato beetles. And then uh, NDSU has started looking at it with like a sauna on sugar beets, and. Uh, really really increasing the level of pest control and so i i don't know a tremendous amount about it but it's definitely real and um 
providing clear benefit, that's for sure. Interesting. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of new technologies coming forward to try and help us with some of these resistance issues. So exponent may be one of those things you, you take a look at. Uh, like you say, we're, we're learning more about that one uh, as, as time goes on here, but it does look like some exciting technology. Um, speaking about insecticides, I know you've got another combination product too. We've got about a minute left here, but I, I wanted to hit Sendstar because we've got a number of guys with dry beans and potatoes and sugar beets looking for a little help there. Yeah, so Sendstar we launched last year, and that's a combination of the ingredients in Movento and NAC. So like you mentioned, it's labeled in a lot of crops, but dry beans and potatoes, sugar beets up in the Midwest. Um, you're getting that activity that you're used to with Movento plus the NAC insect growth regulator along with it. So in a, in a very easy-to-use formulation. Yeah, there are a lot of choices out there in this insecticide market. I know so many growers, and, and us included in that. We've, we've gotten really heavy on the pyrethroids and, and being able to, to get into a few of these different modes of action to help us get better control and avoid the resistance issues. Are, it's certainly a good idea. We're talking with Trevor Dale here with Valent. And Trevor, man, we went through a lot of stuff. And we're going to talk more about this coming up at, at the Ag PhD Winter Workshops. You can find more details for that, of course, at Ag PhD. Trevor, thank you so much. Really appreciate having you on. Thanks for having me on, Darren. Have a great day. You too. Talked about a lot of the newer products so far on today's program, but we want to get to your calls and questions coming up right after this. Stay tuned. What do you think of when you hear Palmer Amaranth or Water Hemp? If you use fierce herbicide in your soybean fields, you don't have to think about them at all. With two effective modes of action and up to eight weeks of residual control, fierce takes on even the toughest weeds like water hemp and palmer amaranth. Take control of your soybean fields and get incentives from Bayer Plus Rewards when you choose the power of fierce herbicide. Talk to your local retailer today to put fierce to work in your fields. Always read and follow label directions. Precision crop nutrition pays. And AgroLiquid has precisely what it takes to help you succeed. The right products plus the right expertise to give you guidance based on your soils, your fields, and your goals. While our clean, seed-safe formulations and lower application rates make planter fertilizer easier than ever. AgroLiquid. Apply less. Expect more. Find a retailer at agroliquid.com. How can natural products help you raise bigger and better crops? Hi, I'm Darren Hefty. In recent years, natural products have exploded onto the market claiming to improve soil health and plant development. But what's right for your farm? That's why we're devoting a full day to our first ever Ag PhD Naturals Workshop. It's Wednesday, February 16th at the Morton Center near Baltic, South Dakota. Our research team has spent years testing hundreds of natural products. We wanna share with you what we've learned. For more about this free event, go to agphd.com. While you're there, check out other Ag PhD events we have coming up in January and February, including agronomy workshops in corn, soybeans, and wheat, a tiling clinic, two days dedicated to helping you understand soils and making your own fertility recommendations, and much more. There's great information here that we want to share with you. So to learn more about these events and register, go to agphd.com. There's a lot of great information here, and we can't wait to share it all with you. To learn more about these events and register, go to agphd.com. 
now bring you an important news bulletin. This just in from Live Action News. Innovation has come to the world of Burndown. New Elevore herbicide controls your toughest weeds. Even glyphosate and ALS-resistant weeds like mare's tail and henbit. Talk with your retailer about Elevore herbicide today and ask how you can start elevating your burndown. It's smart to make the right agronomic choices, and it's even smarter to get rewarded for them. With the Bayer Plus Rewards Program, you earn cash back on seed, herbicides, and other eligible products. And it keeps getting smarter, because now you can earn an additional 10% bonus when you send your redemption check to your retailer. To learn more, contact your retailer today. Protect your yields and get the most from your land with Bayer Plus Rewards. Visit MyBayerPlus.com and see program terms and conditions for full details. Welcome back. You're listening to Ag PhD Radio, broadcasting from the Morton studio today. We're taking your calls and agronomic questions at 844-44-AG-PHD. We've got Ron on the line down in North Carolina. You've been very patient, Ron. Thanks for hanging on. Yes, sir. Uh, I had sent a question in before, and I missed your show, but uh, they sent me an answer. But I, I think I misled them. Uh, I was looking to kill ryegrass and computer grass. Uh, you know, for hay, in uh, while the Bermuda's dormant in the wintertime. Uh, Roundup just sort of not doing the job anymore. Okay. And it's expensive this year, even if it was doing the job. They've really gone up in price. So, yeah, there have been, been a lot of guys, even where Roundup's working, looking for some different solutions. Well, I was actually fortunate enough to get in early, and I've already got a supply for you know, this year already. Good, good. All so, right, so what have you so, tried? Oh, you know, good, Brian. It's, it's not working, you know. Oh, oh okay, okay sorry, so, yeah, sorry. I. So here's my question on that glyphosate. When are you spraying it? Why Why do you say it's not working? What is it? Is it yellowing things up and not quite killing it? Or what, what exactly is going on? It'll either not phase it at all or just turn it kind of yellowish. A reddish color, but then it'll eventually come back out. But usually we don't start spraying until around uh, you know March, early April, while the computer's still dormant. Yep. But uh, I, think, I think the grass just gets too big for us then. Um, so what would the temperature be roughly when you're spraying at that point? Uh, we're we're sixty up. Okay. 60 plus for temp. What are you using for a rate? Uh, bite and a half. Okay. And then how much water? Uh, 40, 41, 41%. Uh, 20, 20 gallons. Okay. That's your problem right there. Way too much water. Uh, so if it was me, go ahead. Uh, okay. I, that, that just astounded me. Go ahead. I'm with you. Yep. So, yeah, you got to keep, whenever you're spraying glyphosate, don't ever use more than 10 gallons of water per acre. Otherwise, the droplets get too watered down. So that that's part of your problem. So, and I could tell you a whole bunch of stories about it, but let's just leave it at that. Cut your water volume. That's going to help you. The temperature is also a really big factor. If you can hit where it's been, let's say, 70 degrees, for a day or two before, and then you spray, 
then usually you're in better shape. If the temp's been in, let's call it the 40s and 50s a lot, the couple of days before, and you go, oh, it's going to hit 60 today, I'm going to spray. Your plants a lot of times aren't actively growing enough. So I realize they may have a little size to them, whatever, like you said, but that's how you make glyphosate work a little better. The other product that we talk often about in Bermuda grass to suppress a lot of other grasses, including annual ryegrass, would be Pastora. That's an ALS herbicide that'd be uh, very similar to, well, anyway, it's an ALS herbicide. So uh, there are a lot of different ALS products out there, and you could certainly use that if you wanted to. Doesn't always work great, and the the Bermuda grass doesn't necessarily have to be dormant. I mean, you can spray it any time, but it's a combination of accent. Go ahead. Well, yeah, I would, uh, yeah, I've used Pastor more for crabgrass, you know, when yep. everything was out yep. growing. Yeah. But also, in uh, I've got a farmer friend right across the line in South Carolina, and we were talking this weekend, and they've already used Pastor, and I don't know what rate and everything, but they said it didn't kill it. So, is the water situation the same with Pastor, or would you use more? Uh, with Pastor, it's not as critical. So that part isn't as big a deal. With the Pastora, though, there are some grasses that are starting to become ALS resistant. And this Pastora is just a combination of two different ALS herbicides. So that's more likely what your your case is. But I even there, I don't I I, I haven't seen a lot of resistant ryegrass, but it's annual ryegrass. There's more resistant Italian ryegrass. But anyway, it's possible that could be a resistance issue. But typically, glyphosate's going to do the job for you. Just just cut the water volume, make sure it's warm, and you should be in fairly good shape. All right. What, uh, I'm, I'm still old school. I'm running like 8004 nozzles. Uh, what would be the nozzle for use for that? Uh, that's that's a good question ron there's a lot of charts out there and there's a lot of differences that that a guy could do and uh you know certainly your speed will make a difference too depending on which nozzle you're using okay so off the top of my head i can't tell you but i can tell you this what you're looking for so you can talk to your equipment person but what you're looking for and i realize this is a little bit out of the ordinary for glyphosate but i would like at least a medium droplet to maybe even a little bit smaller because we want to get fairly good coverage. So you got to be careful where the wind's out of and what you're going to drift on and all that kind of stuff. So just use your head. But I'm just saying we don't want great big droplets. The bigger the droplet, the worse coverage you have, the worse control you will have. Okay. What about uh, pressures? Well, we want a medium to a small droplet. So a lot of times what we're talking about is upping the pressure a little bit and having that lower water volume and, and the, then you're fine. So, but if you're at even, let's call it 30 or 40 pounds of pressure, that a lot of times is, is okay depending on the nozzle. So just talk to your equipment person and whatever nozzle it is, but don't let them talk you into using some nozzle with great big droplets like you have to right. use for dicamba. That's no, especially, not work. especially as you're looking at annual ryegrass, it's a cool season grass, right. starts early, the leaf blades aren't right. that big, so you just don't have that much area to stick product on. And I agree with what Brian said. We we want to make sure we've got a lethal dose on each one of those plants. Yep. Right, right. Uh, you know, that, that's totally something I would have never thought of. I thought, you know, 
more water, the better. Yep, 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 yep. And uh, would you add any more surfactant or is that a sufficient amount yes. in the Roundup already? No, I'd definitely add some surfactant. Just a quart of non-ionic surfactant ought to do it for you. It doesn't take a lot. Okay, okay. Because this, uh, I bought the, uh, I think it's uh, 51% Roundup Max or whatever to spray on this spring. Uh, what rate would I use on that? <laughs> well, let's put it this way. The higher the rate, the better kill you're going to get. So... I'm, I'm all for using whatever you can for a maximum labeled rate. And off the top of my head, I don't even remember what they'll let you do with, with dormant Bermuda grass, but I would assume it's a it's probably a quart. Uh-huh. Okay. Well, that, that, that'll be exciting to, to uh, try. And I just about started spraying. We had those 70-degree days uh, last week and the week before. But yep. It stayed so warm, I'm a beauty put back out. Yeah, <laughs> that happens. Yeah, and uh, we've had a real mild winter up until uh, we're back into 25 for flows now. You know. Uh, yeah. Well, I I gotta admit though, I don't I don't feel too terribly sorry for you. We were uh, well below zero the other <laughs> night. My water lines froze up on my fridge and everything, so. I think we had 36 below wind chill one morning when I came into our office. So yeah, that that wasn't a whole oh. lot of fun. But anyway. <laughs> oh yeah, we we, we uh, I talked with a guy in upstate New York uh, last Thursday, and it was eight there. It was yep. About yeah. Ten miles from the uh, Canadian border. Yeah, it's it's not a lot of fun. I at this time of year, I really wish I was living in North Carolina. Well, it's it's a little deceiving. Like it's a little deceiving, Ron, because you're in North Carolina and we're in South Dakota. But boy, in this case, it's it's better to be north. No, oh, yeah, no big, doubt about big, that. Big <laughs> All right, Rob. Right I'm on my way to Florida now, where it's a little bit warmer anyway. But, absolutely, uh, absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Ron, for the questions. We really appreciate. It. Good luck with the Bermuda grass this year. Okay, well, thank you, thank you so much for that information because uh, you you've, you've been like me and all my friends too, because none of the none of the chemical people or fertilizer people around there has even mentioned this. Yeah, there there are a lot of different things uh, that go into getting great performance out of these these different herbicides, and I know sometimes you need to go back to the basics to to get really good control and really good results and brian hit on a big point there with roundup one of the common mistakes we see is we end up using too much water and then we dilute those droplets down too much and that can be a real challenge we've definitely seen that be a problem on small weeds so some of those things like that get get forgotten because we get talking about roundup often in post-emerge with big plants and big weeds and so forth and uh, might be a little different application well thanks for listening to our program today be sure to join us again each weekday for more Ag PhD Radio.